0: Hey, everybody, on today's Locked On Bama, we're going to talk a lot about Jimmy's roster countdown. This is something that's always a lot of fun during the summer. We just take the the numbers of the players and just go down the list and give a description of them and what we think they're going to do for the year. We've also got to talk about this mock draft that came out on CBS Sports. It's so bad that we can't not talk about it. So we have to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it right here on Locked On Bama, so stick with us.
1: Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked
0: On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Thanks again for making us your first listen. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today?
1: Good, good, good. Ready for another week and uh, let's knock out another week and get closer to football.
0: Let's do that. Let's do that, Jimmy.
1: USFL does not count. That's not football. I don't know what it is, but it's not football.
0: Well, you know, I I don't want to get off on a USFL thing because this is a USFL podcast. I'm going to tell you something. I've kind of enjoyed watching the Stallions. I've been to a game. It was kind of fun. I would recommend people going. Uh, Protective Stadium is is kind of cool. It's like – a high school stadium on steroids It's like a Texas high school stadium, frankly. And um, I think it's kind of cool. I would recommend people go to it, but uh, that's just me. I wish they had more Alabama players on the team, but they don't, and so that's the way it is. They do have um, Marlon Williams from uh, the Mobile area, and that's pretty cool. But other than that, doesn't matter. Uh, Jimmy, normally we start out with something, you know, right about this time about recruiting or whatever, but we've got to talk about this horrific mock draft that just came out (laughs) from CBS Sports. It may be the worst mock draft I've ever seen. Frankly, I I just think it's god-awful. This is put out there by, let's see, Chris Trapasso, who uh, – Chris, dude. All right, he's got Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback, going number one to the Houston Texans, which I assume means he wants the Houston Texans to be drafting first for the foreseeable future, because if they draft Will Levis, that's exactly what's going to happen. Then he's got CJ Stroud going number three and Bryce Young going number five to the New York Giants and Will Anderson going number six to the Chicago bears. If Will Anderson lasts to number six to the Chicago bears, and let's assume he doesn't have an injury or anything that uh, makes it. So it would be the biggest steal in draft history. That's,
1: I mean, to, to me, it's outrageous, uh, that whole list and uh, the order is yeah, – that blows – if it plays – hey, let's get – let's see. No, no one knows. If everyone knew exactly how the draft was going to go one year from now, then march your ass to Las Vegas or, or betonline.ag and, and, and make your bet. Uh, because if you know how it's going to go, then bet it. You'll, you'll make yourself a fortune. But, you know, no one knows. Uh, so I'm hesitant to trash the guy. I'll just say that I'm really surprised at at his opinions. Uh, they're surprising to me. Uh, let's see if it plays out that way. First of all, I've been defending a lot of the Will Levis projections because I, I actually thought last year watching Levis play that he was an NFL quarterback, and I was thinking, man, this guy, if he played in a more you know wide-open type offense with – more playmakers than just Wondell Robinson. I mean, the, hey, Levis has a lot of NFL traits. Uh, to, to me, it's obvious that he does. He's a big, strong kid. He's plus athletically. He's a winner. Kentucky has won and, and played like a better offense the moment he showed up. And while I think accuracy is sort of going to be my knock on him, which is a big one, uh, accuracy is a big knock. But arm strength and arm talent, not, I mean, this kid can really wing it. Uh, And again, big, strong, good kid, too. Awesome in the locker room. But number one overall, I could sit here as a homer and go nuts off of him ranking uh, Will ahead of Bryce Young. But I'll just say from an objective, you you rank him ahead of C.J. Stroud. That's crazy to me. Uh, I I just don't get that at all. And Will Anderson not going to. Will. Is almost certainly going to be the first non-quarterback to go in this draft. I mean, I mean the quarterbacks could go one, one, two, three, but Will will be the first non-quarterback taken. I I couldn't be more adamant about that. Just Matt Miller, who's a great NFL analyst, he's even on ESPN all the time with Kuyper and McShay. Uh, he tweeted the other day, uh, my Twitter account will be a Will Anderson fan account for the next year, uh, and, and and that's how people feel. I think that have really broken down his tape.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine a world where Will Levis goes ahead of Will Anderson unless Will Anderson um, is dead. <laughs> and that's not even where this
1: madness. That's not even where this madness ends. Uh, go over I, the other quarterbacks. Go over the other quarterbacks that he has in this first round. He's got a bunch of first round quarterbacks, which I like. It makes it interesting. But I'm like, whoa, whoa, hit the brakes, Mr. Chris Mock Guy.
0: Yeah, Uh, and I'm just counting. I mean, he's got – by the way, we'll just throw these in there. We're not going to talk about this. We're not going to talk about this draft very much, but um, he does have Eli Ricks going uh, number 10 to the Redskins. He does have – I mean, they're they're a bunch of uh, SEC guys. I mean, the whole thing is about half SEC guys. Keishon Butte going – Uh, number 15 to the Vikings, man, what a pick that'd be at 15. I think that'd be an absolute steal. And then they got uh, Jordan Battle uh, going number 28 to the uh, Buffalo Bills. And he's got B. John Robinson going to Kansas City at number 30. I think that'd be an absolute steal. But, again, I just think this whole thing is so messed up that I can't really take it with anything um, other than a grade of saw, as they say on Bama Online. But – it, and so I know some people who are listening are like, if y'all hate this so much, why are you talking about it? It's because we hate it so much that we're talking about it. That's, that's exactly <laughs> he's what even we're talking
1: about. He's even got Malik Cunningham. That's the first time I've ever seen Malik Cunningham mocked in the first round. And and it, I like Malik Cunningham. And I do think he's uh, what we call, you know, toolsy. I mean, Malik is is a plus athlete. He's great with his legs. He has a strong arm. I just don't think Malik Cunningham is an NFL level passer, or at least not to justify first round selection. It's kind of funny to me with Tyler um uh, Harrell leaving Louisville, coming to Alabama. Yeah. Uh to me, it's just kind of funny like, you know, the, the word was, well, he's leaving to go play with the with the first round quarterback. Yeah. And this guy's basically telling Tyler, Hey, uh, you're leaving a first round quarterback. Hey. This guy thinks
0: This guy thinks Harold is a dumbass for not going to play at Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: right. That's right. He's also got Devin Leary, who who I love as like a second, third, fourth round guy from NC State. I, I think Devin Leary is an interesting guy. He has him not only in the first round. He's got Devin Leary in the first round going to Miami to replace Tua. Devin. Right, Jimmy,
0: um, all that nonsense aside, I need to tell everybody about Bet Online before we get into your roster countdown. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, which are going on right now and they're getting pretty heated. Major League Baseball, of course, is kicking off. All that's on Bet Online. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions bet online is where the game starts go check them out asap bet online is where the game starts jimmy what are you doing right now yeah you have your fist in front of your nose for some reason (laughs) i was
1: fighting off a sneeze is what i was doing if we we need if we need if we need to be completely accurate about what's going on i was fighting off a sneeze
0: good work all right jimmy let's do get into your roster countdown you start off with number 99 um it's 99 days. Well, when you started this, it was 99 days till the start of fall camp. That's that's pretty unbelievable. And so number 99, you are uh, taking Isaiah Hastings. That's not officially his number yet, no. and it probably no. won't be his number. No. But um, you start with Isaiah Hastings, and uh, this is a newcomer coming in. What do you think about him? Uh, big excited about
1: Hastings long term. I'll be very surprised if he's playing this fall. Uh, there's so many defensive linemen in the in the defensive line room. He'd have to jump over so many people, and we know going in, this is a raw player that hasn't played a lot of high school football. He's originally from Canada, didn't start playing football till later in life. Uh, I love him in the long term. I I think he could even be a high-round pick eventually. I, I doubt we'll see much of him this fall.
0: Well, that's. I think you're right. I think see um, that we probably won't see a lot of him this fall, but I'm like you. I'm just – Ecstatic about the uh, potential with this guy. Um, he was ranked on the own three consensus at number 144, the number 20 ranked defensive lineman. And I think in a few years, what's going to happen, Jimmy, is we're going to look back and go, how in the hell did they have him at number 144 and the 20th best defensive lineman? But I think he's getting some extra credit right now, actually, for his potential. And um, I think. When you re-rank defensive linemen in, in three or four years, if you re-rank this class, he'll be in the top five. I, I really believe that. He
1: yeah. could be. And uh, on three ranks Hastings much higher than the other sites. So consensus is a little lower. On three had yeah. uh, Hastings uh, way up there. And, and and I like that myself, If particularly if you look at who Alabama had to beat to get him, uh, which was basically everybody. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, all, all the big uh, football factory, uh, type programs. Uh, they, they were all in on Hastings.
0: Jimmy, let's go ahead and take another break. And, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about your number 98 player. This will be a bit of an abbreviated podcast today. And, um, so when we come back, we'll talk about number 98. And by the way, this is something we're going to do, uh, just intermittently throughout the rest of the summer is talk about, uh, the roster countdown and, and we'll have more information about some than others. Because, you know, guys like Isaiah Hastings, they hadn't, hadn't been on campus yet. We don't know anything about them. So uh, we're trying to discern what we can. But uh, number 98, we know a little bit more about him, and he had a special spring game. We'll talk about him in just a second. All right, Jimmy, number 98 is Jameel Burroughs. And this is a guy that kind of uh, burst onto the scene uh, during – to spring game, it was really good to see him come alive there. Um, I thought it was a, a fantastic performance, and one of those performances makes me think, okay, this guy's going to help a lot next year.
1: Exactly. Uh, I, I think Jamil Burroughs was one of the stories of the spring. Uh, Alabama, need, you know, we had four defensive linemen set as part of a first-team rotation with D.J. Dale, Justin Aboigby, uh, Byron Young, and Timothy Smith. Uh, but you can't do it with four. You need five, maybe even six. So this spring was critical that one other defensive lineman at least stepped up and, and proved that, Hey, I'm, I'm ready to join those big four. I'm ready to be part of, you know, the guys that, that, that are, that are in and out snap to snap and, and play, you know, 40, 50 snaps a game on the defensive line. And Jamil Burroughs is the guy this spring that stepped up. And and not only that uh, stepped up in a big way, two sacks on a day. And, uh, Maybe showed he can be the kind of guy that that, that gives us that quality pass rush from the interior. Uh, it's it's hard to wrap your head around this, but but Phil Mathis had nine sacks last year from that wow. position, and uh, we have to replace that 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 level of production.
0: That's so interesting. I would have never guessed. Now, I mean, if you, you put the nine over sacks. under at five and a half. I would have taken the under.
1: That's right. Yeah, Mathis had nine sacks, and uh, you know Byron Young had four sacks, and we we, we need. Uh, an interior pass rush to complement what we know is coming from the outside.
0: Yeah, it's it's so wild. Uh, Byron Young, by the way, I've seen him listed in some mock drafts for twenty twenty three too in the first round. Uh, yeah. Again on CBS, so I'm beginning to take all the CBS mock drafts with a greater <laughs> saw again. It's a stretch
1: to put Byron in the first round right now. That's a stretch, but I don't. I wouldn't rule out that happening. I, I you know, I, I think Byron Young could have that Phil Mathis type senior season, and he's going to test better than Mathis. So, you know, Mathis went pretty early second round. So so I don't think it's crazy uh, to put Byron there, but but based on what we've seen to date, it, it, it is a stretch.
0: We'll talk about Byron Young a little bit later on when we get to his number. Let's do go ahead and knock out one more, Jimmy, in number 97, and that's Curtis Perry. This is a guy I just I can't say enough good things about. I mean, I, I am in love with him as a player. Um. Okay, he's not Will Anderson because nobody's Will Anderson, but he reminds me of Will Anderson in the sense that he is deceptively strong. And, um, boy, he's not deceptively fast. He's just fast. And it's not just fast, it's quick. It's not like a straight-line speed. He's quick. He's got great instincts to me. I've seen him play a couple of times live, and I was just blown away. I, I think he's fantastic. I'm so ecstatic, Alabama got him. He's not the prototypical uh, size guy for Alabama. much in the way to me, will Anderson seems like a um, I mean, like if you looked at Will Anderson, you say, oh, boy, he kind of I mean, yeah, I mean he's a he's a Greek god. I mean, if he's just on the beach. But if you look at him football wise, you might say, okay, he's he might be a little light. well, he's he he makes up for it in all this country strength he has. You know that I don't know how many people out there from a small town like me, but uh, you have some dudes that you're around that they don't ever lift weights. You don't ever see them doing a lot of physical labor, but for some reason, they are the incredible hook when it comes to a fight, and um, they are just country strong. and And that's what Will Anderson has to meet. I'm not saying he doesn't work out, etc. Same thing with Curtis Perry. I just feel like Curtis Perry is just. Some people are just football players. He's a badass football player. I swear, Jimmy. I think he's going to contribute this year. I know I'm probably overselling it, but um, tell me I'm not wrong.
1: Well, I'm excited to get him, and that's not normally something I would say about a defensive lineman that's as small as as he is. I mean, he is listed as the literally the exact same size as outside linebacker Jeremiah Alexander, but. Curtis Perry is a, is a down lineman, a hand-on-the-ground defensive tackle type. Uh, so he's small. Uh, the question is – no one questions the motor. No one questions the quickness and athleticism. The question is, can he be effective at that size? Um, probably as a pass rusher, I, I think early in his career, whether it's this fall or in, in, in his first couple of falls, I can see him used inside as a situational pass rusher uh, the interesting thing will be, can he develop into a three-down lineman as, as he grows older and bigger? Uh, hey, look, you know, the best defensive tackle in the world is Aaron Donald. Uh, he is small per NFL standards. So uh, that's what I think of with Curtis Perry. I hope he's an Aaron Donald. Uh, I, I, he may end up Nick Gentry, who, who by the way, was a good player. In he his was senior a good year. player. Yeah, Gentry was a good player in his senior year.
0: Hi, right, buddy. That's going to do it for this episode. Tomorrow, we will continue the countdown. Actually, tomorrow, I think we to have John Garcia. So, um, Jimmy, you're welcome hurting. to join us. But um, you may or may not be available. I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's a shocker. You never know what you're going to do. Jimmy's cray-cray like that. He's in another room right now. You are always somewhere different, and I dig it. Um, Jimmy, that's going to do it for today. So until tomorrow, roll tide, everybody.
1: Roll tide.